Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. I actually have a Spectrum G2 battery on the S1400 G2 charger. Tells me I've got about 18 minutes left. So let's talk while we got a little bit of time and it is charging. What is new? What is new? Lots of things are new here. Uh, Trio axles are new. Just installed those. Put up a video on uh, YouTube showing how to do the install. Only one problem. <laughs> I didn't do one a little part of it right. And that's because, well, one, Trio didn't give any instructions, just a bunch of parts in a bag, and you have to figure it out. So what do you do? You reverse engineer it from the ones you're taking off, right? Because it's kind of basically looks the same. However, that was easy enough for the rear. You could see the the um, the toe offset and all that, the five degrees, very obvious. Um, and, you know, the logos all faced outward. However, when I did the fronts... Um, they did put markers on the insides that said right and left, which was good. Um, but they changed the steering stops on it, apparently. Um, I found that out after looking at their picture online after I had done it. But in the moment when I was recording video and I had a live stream going with my phone and all this other stuff, um, I wasn't able to look at it. But I went based on what I saw. So... I looked at the axles right, made sure that was right. Then I looked at the steering stops on the stock axle and flipped it so that the logos were inside on the trail, which I'm like, well, that doesn't kind of make sense because the rear's faced outward, but I guess that's what we have to do because the steering stops, if we wanted to match the stock ones, would be on the inside. Uh, well, that's not right. It's um, They've done theirs, and they've put the steering stops on the outside for some reason. Who knows? So if you want that five degree uh, toe in that you get stock, you've got to flip it around. It actually looks almost zero degree if you do it the way I did it. It actually looked pretty good, but, you know, and it actually drove pretty good because I've already run it that way. Uh, so speaking of that, they do handle great. Uh, I was really curious about that five degree of toe in the rear. I was like, wow, that's significant but it actually kind of made the truck track pretty good. So it felt straight and very stable that way, which is interesting because my front end being, who knows what it was? Was it zero toe? Was I in reverse toe? I, I don't even know. I don't know. It, it handled well though, so we'll, we'll go with that. But um, yeah, I did change it out. I changed to a Refraw 500 uh, servo. I love the Reefs RC Raw 500. Probably my favorite servo, not a cheap one. They're about 130 bucks, but I have that running to my Freestyle RC servo saver, which goes to the axle. So I did a little bit of changing when I installed these, kind of try to bulletproof this truck a little bit. I I totally trust that uh, Freestyle RC servo saver. I haven't busted a servo since I've installed them on all of my SMT10s. Uh, I run them on my, my Freestyle RC trucks. They've been great. So... Um, that is kind of the setup I have. I do need to go in now and change, <laughs> take the front apart 
flip those around, those um, spindle carriers or whatever. And uh, yeah, we'll get it back out and running again. But I had an awesome bash with it. They're heavier for sure. The truck feels a bit like a tank. We've only added about six ounces, I would say. Maybe a little more. Under a pound. Um, I didn't actually weigh the front axles after I did it. I only weighed the rear. I'm getting a phone call. Um, so I do have to do a little flip and uh, get that around. Maybe I'll weigh it when I take it apart to that point and if I take it all the way down to do that. But I don't think I have to, actually, so I probably won't. But I didn't weigh the front ones in the rush of all getting it buttoned up. And, um, yeah, mainly because I didn't take off the front axle. I used another one that I already had off in pieces, and I assembled from that. So I didn't have a front one that was complete to weigh. So I wasn't thinking about it. Anyway, I'm guessing that it only adds a little bit because you're still using the same outer, like, hub part of it. So um, you're using that plastic um, carrier for the wheel that is stock. So um, you're only changing out that one little inner piece. So for the front, for the rear one only being, like, three ounces heavier, I don't think that the front one is going to be any heavier um, you know, you just have, yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm going on. <laughs> like it or not, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, but it does feel significantly heavier, which you could change out the wheels and tires to J concepts, which is what I plan to do. Um, in fact, I just got in the mail from freestyle RC, their metal, um, inserts for the tribute wheels that allow you to change over and uh, you get rid of the the 17 millimeter hub altogether, and this just goes right over that pin, so your wheel just slides right on, and um, it gets it in nice and, and close, as close as you can get it. So I got those in, and I'm gonna be putting that on, and that'll help lighten up. Uh, it isn't sprung weight because of it being in the axle, but um, yeah, I mean, we're gonna try and lighten it a little bit. But it did handle well. I was able to first three hits get the backflip, the moonwalk with it. So that was nice. Um, again, it's springing, but it was able to pull that rear end up anyway. I'm still trying to get used to the forward reverse. And I also changed to my Spectrum Rugged, and that changed things a little bit. Because I'm not running the stock controller anymore. So I did, I did finally switch over a few things like that. Um... Now that I've been driving it for three months and I was trying to run it as stock as possible for you guys, you know, stock servo, stock servo saver, definitely more power with this reefs one. It, it moves these wheels real good. Um, so I do like that. And, uh, yeah, so I really like the fit and finish of these trio axles. Getting the mesh is tough. If you don't have a good mesh, um, with your ring and your diff gear, your ring gear and your pinion for your diff, start pushing in those bearings because it's probably just that you don't have the bearings seated all the way because the clearances are super tight. You've really got to push on it. I found that if I put in the inner bearing for the pinion and then I ran a driver through it from the outside through the, the pinion, the hole for your drive shaft to mount and just pulled on it, I could get enough leverage to really seat it the rest of the way. And then, it I mean, it's smooth as butter now. So that's nice. Their clearances, like I said, are good. They do give you a few shims in there in case you do need them. I didn't see a need for them. Everything feels 
really good to me. And again, there's no instructions to tell you where to use them anyway. So as I built it, I just kind of didn't feel that they were necessary and just took them, just left them out. But some of you guys may want to add them. Some of you like your stuff tighter. Um, but overall, I mean, for the abuse that I'm giving these internals, I'm shocked at how well they're holding up. The diffs, ring and pinion in there. Um, that cush drive is working overtime. I tell you what. Uh, so there has been some kind of, you know, a new product comes out and there's been a little bit of arguing online about, you know, what's better, whose is better, you know, this isn't the end all be all for this. Uh, sounds like my battery is done. We'll just hold on one second. That was not my battery. That was my radio, um, left it on apparently. So basically, you know, everyone's trying to find out what and say, what's the best thing. What's, you know. And everybody's going to have their own opinions. It's not even a worthwhile conversation because it's it's not a conversation. It's just everybody saying what their favorite is, which is cool. I get that. That's cool too. But, um, you know, the race trucks, you know, like Matt Stoltz says, you know, he can beat anybody, any of these with his Clodbuster race trucks. So, you know, whether the SMT10 or the LMT is better, does it matter? You know, somebody says they can beat you with their Clodbuster, which is like 1980s axles so um and then i i would say you know i would win better with my freestyle rc pro c's you know as far as racing goes the way that those just stick and land and but they're built to race the lmt is built to be more scale in a way although the insides of the wheels are not but the axles look scale it shocks on axles they're kind of going for that scale effect but it's also race ready in that you can make it a racer very easily so You'll see people do that. You'll see people take parts of this and put it into other trucks. Uh, you'll probably see these axles or variations of these axles because the innards are so durable. You'll probably see axles that are built to house them, but have more uh, tunability and more options for your chassis uh, because it is limiting a bit on the, um, the LMT and even the trio ones because those ones are really locked in place. I mean, they're just billet machined that way but i'm sure you'll see some where you'll have adjustability kind of like the freestyle rc axles where you can move your mounting points from the, the bottom to the inside for your links or wherever you want them to be left and right as well and just some of that kind of tunability that you can use to make it the innards with the the actual drive line and the diffs work um, for your specific vehicle, just because you have that adjustability on the axles. So we'll see that coming. Um, I'm sure, uh, Hess machine is also working on some axles casings, which are looking good. I, you know, he asked whether we would like to see his style that he did in his fifth scale or one that are more uh, traditional looking or, or scale looking like the LMT ones. I honestly love the look and adjustability of the Hess fifth scale ones. And I would love to see that be the variation of this, where you can take the insides of the, um, the LMT and have a lot of tunability and adjustability from them. And they just look boss. Like his fifth scale axles are probably some of the best looking axles around. I mean, I just love the way that my Bari build looks. So, um, there's, there's going to be a lot, guys. I, I foresee a huge market coming for the LMT. 
and then parts that are going to be used from that for other custom stuff. And whether that's just, you know, like JER did where he, you know, has a bolt on one that bolts onto the existing center um, part of the chassis, or he also did a complete, you know, removal of that and his own chassis. But I think you'll see some that are going to go more race style, change up where the shocks are, the whole bit of it. And, um, and it's all good. It's all good for us. It's good for good for the hobby, good for the race scene. And I'm excited to see where everything goes uh, because I really do like the driveline in this. It is just super, super durable. I'm not having to buy <laughs> extra um, ring gears, HD ones and all of that and, you know, worry about the inside diff gears. It's just, it's holding up. Now, I will say I did have to buy the locker for the center diff. I'm going to be working on my race one here soon. So I got a diff spool, which is part number LOS242041. And that's the diff spool that you have to put in and remove the center diff. Um, so I do have a roller here. And my plan with the roller is to make it more of a race truck. Uh, so I ordered one diff spool. This is the only one I plan to put it in because uh, right now it's the only one I plan to try and race with. And the rest are just... They handle so awesome with the center diff. I'm going to leave it. So I'll be putting the uh, J Concepts wheels and tires on to lighten that up with the uh, the um, the adapters from Freestyle RC. I'm going to leave plastic axles on my race truck to keep it lighter. Um, so that's the plan. I don't think that we're going to have the breakages that we uh, do um, because of how we're bashing them and freestyling them. So I think it'll be plenty, plenty durable for racing. Um, and uh, I'll just put some axle braces on some lightweight ones and call it good. But um, I'm going to remove the cage, do that. And I'll probably do shocks on uh, trailing arms. So I'll probably get some trailing arms for it just because for racing, I want it to handle the best I can. And that seems to be a better, um, option and softer landing, get power to the ground that way. So that's the plan for that. The rest I'm going to leave shocks on axle because it just looks better, um, in my opinion, but I do like that scale look of it. So, um, that's my plans with that. I, I still like my SMTs, not going to get rid of them anytime soon. Uh, and I still think, you know, people worrying about, Oh, I just, you know, buyer's remorse. You don't need it. Like, Build it up. You can make very durable and great race trucks from the uh, SMT. So, I mean, a lot of a lot of stuff has been built um, that's really good off of that platform. So, and I know people that win with it um, with custom chassis, but a lot of parts, you know, axles and all that from um, the SMT. They're kind of SMT inspired, I'll say. Um, but yeah, that can win. Clods can win. Freestyle RC, which has Traxxas parts in it, you know, a lot of it really at that point comes down to once you've got them dialed in, it comes down to the racer. Um, and that's the part I'm not great at. <laughs> uh, being honest, it's not, it's not my strong suit. I'm trying to get better and, uh, I've been doing better now that I'm trying to get my trucks all handling the same and, uh, not just like one of every truck. Now I'm like, okay, I realize why it's important to have you know, two pro C's because I just get used to how it handles on the track. And so if one gets knocked out, the other one isn't like, Oh, well, they want my best truck. 
Anyway, um, I'm saying that a lot. It sounds like my charger is probably going to be done here in the next minute or two. So we'll wrap up. But yeah, the trio axles, guys, very, very nice. Very well machined. Um, everything fits in there very tight and feels good. And uh, the bearings is the hardest part, getting those in there. And then, you know, the lack of instructions for, for mounting those front uh, carrier, spindle carriers there. Um, so now I got to take mine out and flip it. But again, it doesn't seem to handle bad for me. Having the toe in on the rear and more, not a, not a lot on the front seems all right to me. So uh, I will switch it and see if I like it better or not, actually, and decide from there. I do have some zero degree ones as well uh, for the front. And so I might try those too. I've got options and I'm not afraid to work on the stuff anymore. Got to the point where um, I just work on stuff a lot and uh, have a lot of fun doing it. Just have a lot to keep up with and work on. So after all this, I need to get back to my um, Red Cat Kaiju and put in open up those diffs and put in the new diff cup out of that. And then the, um, the little protectors that I have for those that slide over them. So, uh, yeah. You know what, guys? It's a fun hobby. Having a blast with it. Really cool to see so many people interested in the monster truck scene right now. I'm having so much fun in the backyard with the tractor, setting up the jumps and all that, and I having the ability to change it up kind of when I want. So you'll you'll see a lot of different things. I'll be testing, trying out different layouts, and probably keeping it on the move on the regular. So, yeah, lots coming. Be sure to check it out on YouTube, guys, CCXRC, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. See you.